Let's head back to the Built Bar broadcast booth and join the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Let's pause 10 seconds for station identification on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is BYU Radio on KBYU FM HD2 Provo. You're listening to BYU Football on BYU Radio. After one quarter of play, BYU 3 and Baylor no score. In the first quarter, BYU 11 rushing yards, 68 passing yards for a total of 79. Baylor 21 on the ground, 15 through the air for a total of 36. So 36 yards of total offense for the Bears in quarter number one. Last year in Waco, Baylor racked up 534 offensive yards. Yeah, they're definitely behind that pace. And uh, the BYU defense, I just love what they're doing, mixing up zone versus man and man blitz. And, uh, I mean, they've been able to sack Shapin twice already in the first quarter, two sacks in the first quarter, uh, which uh, has really set the tone. Baylor's had moderate success currently with their two running backs, averaging four yards a carry. Uh, they're going to stay committed to that run. BYU just has to continue to test their patience that they're only going to take four at a ch- uh, for a pop and not allow them to uh, squeeze through on a big run. Mentioned earlier that BYU's on a six-game win streak when they score on their first possession, and they've scored on their first possession tonight. They're also on a six-game win streak when they lead after the first quarter. They lead after the first quarter tonight under Kalani Sitake. BYU's 26-6. When they take a lead to the second quarter, it's an arrow three-point lead, but the Cougs do take a lead into the second quarter. BYU 3, Baylor 0. As we come back in, BYU will have a line of scrimmage at the 13-yard line, the Cougs' own 13-yard line. And they'll go to the pistol with Lopini Katoa trailing Jaron Hall. Second down and eight for BYU. The boundary side is the right side. The field side to the right. Option to the right. Pitch back to Katoa, and Katoa runs out of room and into Baylor tacklers. As they strung that out to the left, it'll be third down and long for BYU. Devin Lemire makes the tackle from his safety position and sets up BYU third and long. Cooks go tempo, and middle with Lopini. And not much there. Fourth down, and where will the spot be? Fourth down and three, so the punt team is on. Hmm. So that Temple that was trying to catch them, it, they were getting a play on. They noticed Baylor's substitute, and they were trying to catch them with ten, 12 men on, and, uh, on the field. And they were close, but uh, the substituting player who was exiting the field was right next to the side judge, and he must have determined. I thought he still had a foot in the field to play, but he determined he was off. So... BYU gives it up on the fourth down and three. Gavin Holmes to return the Ryan Rico punt. Rico's already drawn one running into the kicker so far. That's a low wobbler. Catch made at the 38 of Baylor. Holmes runs into his own blockers but bounces off for a decent gain out to the 45-46 yard line. Normally Rico hits high hang time, you know, beautiful punts. That one was a lot more of a line drive, which when uh, the returner got past the first defender, was able to pick up a pretty quick 10 yards. So Baylor with decent field position, 43-yard line. Baylor going left to right as we see it and you hear it here in the second quarter. BYU defends the goal to our right. 
Baylor is 57 yards away from that goal line. Squirrel Williams in the backfield goes to the left hip. Blake Shapin, the hand clap, the waist-high snap. Flushed out to the right, throws on the run, and at the sideline, catch made for an eight-yard gain, seven-yard gain to Ben Sims. Sims out to midfield. So second down three, flag near the quarterback. Holding, number 58, offense. Ten-yard penalty, replay first down. So third Baylor penalty to one for BYU. He'll take away the completion to Sims. Gavin Byers, the right tackle. So a couple of O-line penalties for the Bears tonight. Greg, you've mentioned Shapin is only in his first true away start. Yep. BYU is doing a great job uh, mixing up coverage. They gave a pre-snap man look, a post-snap zone look. And he, even though he didn't get sacked or it wasn't a negative play, he held on the ball long enough and it opened them up for a holding. First down and 20. Back at the Baylor 33. A short boot. Pocket collapses as the catch. No, it's hit through the hands of the intended receiver. And that's Armani Winfield on the right side. A high ball for Winfield that he could not bring down. And it'll go to second down and 20. Decent coverage on the play by Jacob Robinson. So that ball was really, it was a duck coming out of his hands. Uh, and it didn't get tipped because the trajectory on it was high. Great job by John Nelson pushing the right tackle back into Shapin's lap and not giving him, you know, the phone booth or the space needed to step and throw. Blake Shapin in an empty backfield looks to his sideline. With the play clock down to three, the snap, the back receiver screen on the right side for minimal gain, almost no gain. Josh Cameron makes the catch. But on second and 20, maybe a yard to third and 19. Yeah, Greg, great job rallying to the football by the BYU defense. The reason why they went with the quick ride receiver screen is BYU had three down. The rest of the eight players were all four yards or deeper. So Baylor's thinking, oh, we can get some easy cheap yardage here. But no, the defensive team speed from BYU was too much. They were right on the ball carrier as soon as he caught it for the minimal gain. The line to gain is the BYU 47-yard line. Third down, 19 for the Bears. Shapin shotgun. McWilliams to his left. Trips to the left. They motion into tight left on the left side. Handoff middle. Oh, Max Tooley stands up and plants Tay McWilliams. The Bears will punt it away as the run gets out to the 36-yard line is all. Fourth and forever, and Baylor will punt it away. You know, Greg, uh, y- you heard the oohs and ahs from the crowd. Our listeners did. This, uh, this Cougar fan base or that Lavelle Edwards Stadium is used to seeing high fly over the years high flying lots of points well if this is any preview of what the Big 12 is going to be with Baylor at the helm expect defensive physical battles they need to stay in the game like they did on that last Max Tooley stop plays like that can be big momentum swingers third punt of the day for Isaac Power both teams had punted twice now this Baylor's third punt oh it's a rocket to the moon driving Gunther back to his 13 yard line And he's driven down for no return. Great coverage off a tremendous punt by Isaac Power. And Isaac powered that deep into BYU territory. It'll be BYU first and 10 for the Cougars' 13-yard line when we come back to a sold-out Lavelle Edwards Stadium. 11.43 to go in the second quarter. BYU nursing a 3-0 lead over the Baylor Bears. Number 21 Cougars, number 9 Bears. Great to have you with us to listen to it with us on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now back to Riley Nelson and the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel, on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Greg Rubel and Riley Nelson, along with Jason Shepard, up here in our Bill Bar broadcast booth down on the field. It's Mitchell Jurgens reporting from the Zions Bank end zone. 
For big time banking with a home team feel, Zions Bank is for you. Mitchell, what do you have from field level? Yeah, I think one of the biggest things that uh, has been impressive so far in this first game or in this first quarter of play is just seeing just how physical these teams are. Um, we knew, you know, BYU coming in this game, just how physical and demanding uh, the Baylor offensive line uh, and the defensive line also played last year. BYU has matched and brought some uh, with their physicality today. And then the second thing, this crowd has not missed a beat since, uh, you know, from last season. They are bringing the energy. You can feel every single fan as there isn't an empty seat here at LaBelle Edwards Stadium. Uh, just a tribute so far to the first quarter of play with no points by the Baylor offense. You've got to give a shout-out to um, the fans here in the stadium bringing the noise and bringing the pressure. Thank you, Mitch. 11.43 to go till halftime. BYU first and 10 at its own 13-yard line. Cougars going right to left from our vantage point. Chris Brooks off the right hip of Jaron Hall. Hall. Sees some pressure. Tries to take off, but has only maybe a yard max. Up the middle, Devin Neal, who came from his corner position or safety position, missed Jaron in the backfield, but tracked him to the line of scrimmage and dropped him for no gain. So second down 10. They might even say loss of one to second and 11, but I thought he got back to the line. Either way, second and 10 or 11 is the down for BYU as Chris Brooks now moves to the right hip of Hall. Twins left, single wide right. That's Keanu Hill. Snap Jaron chest high. Push from either edge and incomplete to Keanu Hill on the crosser. Stripped a pass breakup as Hill had it in his hands. Matt Jones, a linebacker, yanked it out. So the Kooks, after that really smart first drive down the field, resulting in a field goal, finding the yards tougher to gain as a PBU by Jones will set up BYU third down on 11. And the Kooks have not had third and manageable really tonight, Riley. Third and six, third and nine, third and ten, third and 14, now third and 11. And that's one of the reasons BYU's 0 for 4 on third downs. Yeah, you can't do it here in a third and long situation, but they got to put some stress down the field. Boot to the left for Hall. Sets to square his shoulders and fire to the sideline. Throws it away. BYU will punt it away in a 3-0 ball game. 10.52 to go until halftime, and BYU will face a fourth and 11 and punt away here in Provo. Yeah, so I, right as I mentioned, they got to push the ball down the field. They run their dash concept, which is where Jaron takes a three-step drop in the pocket, and then he rolls over his shoulder outside. The whole point is to draw the rush upfield, pin them inside to allow Jaron to get out. Once he found himself outside the pocket, though, he was met with a spy. They uh, left the nickel back in to spy Jaron, who was right in his face. He didn't have a clean look down the field, forced him to throw it away. So no three and outs for BYU last week, and they've already had multiple three and outs against Baylor this week. Catch made by Gavin Holmes on a really nice punt from Ryan Rico to the 40-yard line of Baylor. Bears first down and 10, trailing BYU 3-0. Fourth game all-time between these teams. The series began back in 1983 in Waco. BYU lost by a score of 40-36, won the next game next year, 1984 here in Provo, 47-13. Then lost last year's game in Waco 38-24, bringing us to 2022 and a 3-0 BYU lead with 10.44 to go till halftime as we take a break on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're listening to BYU Football on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Here's Jason Shepard with a scoreboard update. Most of the games are final. The one still going on right now, third quarter action, number four, Michigan, eh, just barely on top of Hawaii. It's 42 nothing 
in favor of the Wolverines. Again, 4.47 to go in the third quarter. Back over to my left, and let's rejoin the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rebell. Thank you, Shep. BYU 3, Baylor, no score is our score. Dave Aranda in his third season as Baylor's head coach, so not a huge sample size, but it's remarkable how few games that Baylor's played on a natural grass surface. This is only Dave Aranda's fourth game on natural grass in three seasons of coaching, and he's 0-3 in the previous three on natural grass. So it's not, you don't want to hang your hat, Riley, on that stat, but it is kind of interesting. No, and now that you think of it, I don't, uh, you know, BYU might be one of the only natural grass in the Big 12. I mean, I can't think of any existing members. Oklahoma does. They've got natural grass. I wonder if TCU at Fort Worth no. used to be natural. No, they're, they're artificial. To. It's not anymore. When oh. they did the stadium upgrade, they okay. switched to natural. Of course, Baylor's not. Tech's not. Kansas is not. Kansas State is not. Okay. Oklahoma State is not. So we have a research project yeah, here. Yeah, there uh, we go. West Virginia, you say no, right? I don't think so, no. Okay. We, okay. We, when we played out, yeah, when we played out there. Well, we guess we played in RFK. True enough. Or FedEx. Yeah, FedEx. Sorry. Pistol. As we come back in, a run for no gain, loss on the play, flag on the play as well. On a first and 10 from the Baylor 40, Richard Reese took the handoff and was wrapped up by Keenan Peely for a loss, but a flag. Offside, number 98, defense. Five-yard penalty from the previous spot. Replay, first down. So BYU did not have a defensive penalty last week. They have two defensive penalties tonight, and both are offside. That's a penalty you just should not have. It's a concentration penalty, usually. So, Greg, one thing really quick is Baylor's lining up for this second down play. Thir- three drives, last three drives for Baylor, starting in their 35, 42, and 40. BYU 10, 12, and 13. That kind of uh, playing with that kind of field position is dangerous. Play action. Deep drop for Shapin. Dropped in the backfield. He goes down at the 40-yard line. Caden Haas got him. I'll tell you what helps field position in its negative plays like yeah. sacks. First and five goes to second and 11. On the loss of six. So BYU gave the Bears five on the offside and take back six on the sack. So it erases the penalty against John Nelson. And now on a second down and 11, Baylor from its 39-yard line. Ball between the hash marks. Quaylen Jones now the tailback to the right hip of Blake Shapin. Shapin five for eight passing. Takes a five-step and the flag flies. The whistle's blown. Timeout before the snap? No. False start. False False start. start. Number 88, offense. Five-yard penalty, second down. So that's an interesting penalty because it's against the wide receiver on the edge, meaning it's already getting hard to hear from the edge or note what the quarterback's trying to get done on penalty number four, that false start. And the BYU fans take that false start. Flag is a cue to get even louder here at Lavelle Edwards Stadium. They need to ramp it up, baby. Second and 16 now at the Baylor 34-yard line. Shaping in the gun. Jones to his right. Snap, shape it. Three-step, pressure. Flushed out to his right, being chased, throws on the run. It's dropped at the sideline, incomplete. And nice coverage from Peyton Wilgar. The linebacker in coverage on the boundary rocked the running back, Quaylen Jones, and kept that pass from being completed. And it may have been dropped by Jones regardless. Either way, Peyton Wilgar was there to put the pop on on the boundary. So now it's third down. And 16. The Baylors have to get out to the 50-yard line to move the sticks. Baylors had a third and 13, a third and 18, now a third and 16. And they missed on the first two long ones. So with the play clock down to four, the crowd loud, the hand clap, the snap at the chest. And the throw, deflection and incompletion. 
a bat down at the line of scrimmage by Fisher Jackson. And the ball falls harmlessly incomplete to the natural grass surface. And Baylor will punt it away again. Punt number four on the night for the Bears on a fourth and forever. And BYU will get the ball back. So, Talmadge Gunther awaits at his 20-yard line, Riley. Really quick, Greg. I was just going to say, all defensive linemen want sacks, but Fisher Jackson was disciplined enough to play his technique, which is when you see a quick set by the quarterback or a quick drop, you stop and get your hands up in the passing lane. Hidden yards again, what would have been a, a short incompletion, leads to an incompletion. Good pressure on power, and he rockets another one. 22-yard line, fair catch made by Talmadge Gunther. But the Cougars hold again, and they have forced Baylor into multiple third and longs tonight. This is a Big 12 slugfest on a Saturday night at Lavelle Edwards Stadium. We're taking a break. Timeout with 9.02 to play until halftime. It is BYU 3 and Baylor 0 on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're listening to BYU Football on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. BYU 3 and Baylor 0 with 9.02 to go until halftime. The two teams have combined for seven consecutive punts between them. BYU's punted three times, Baylor 4. As we come back in, it'll be BYU first down and 10 at its own 22-yard line. So, Greg, obviously the point of every drive is to come away with points, right? one of the things that's concerning to me, and I mentioned it quickly, but while uh, we still have some time coming out of this timeout, BYU's average starting field position, their own 17. Baylor's, their own 36. Mm. So, uh, objective number one, come away with point, right? Score a touchdown. Number two, get any points, so get a field goal. But for me, they really have to get at least two first downs so that they can get Baylor backed up inside their own 20, uh, even if forced to punt. BYU fans, we remind you to go to BigOtires.com and make an appointment at one of 50 locally owned and operated Utah locations. Big O Tires, the team you trust. Yet tough to win games on minus 19 yards in average starting field position. It can be done, but it's rare. BYU has the lead, but that number alone is kind of untenable. Jaron Hall shotgun, Chris Brooks vacates to empty. Trips left, twins to the right, passes to the right, and there's a completion to Cody Epps. Minimal gain. Give him five on the right numbers. So second and five for BYU, but it's positive play. Yeah, and even though it's modest gains, Jaron still seven for 12 uh, on that last play. you got an injured Baylor de- uh, Baylor player down on the field, uh, but he shows he, he's still in control of this offense. Baylor brought a blitz from his blind side, from the, from the back side. He was able to identify it pre-snap, calmly collect himself. Uh, one of the first rules of quarterback is throw to where the blitz came from because they've just vacated that zone, which he did on that last play. Riley Nelson, he knows about the rules of quarterbacking, and that player up is Christian Morgan, and he is up and walking toward the sideline. So I mentioned earlier tonight how uh, Jaron Hall passed Mark Lyons, our beloved Mark Lyons, the Arvada Flash for 20th place in BYU career passing yardage. Well, he's now passed Mark Lyons again for 22nd place in career pass completions. Jaron now at 252 and counting. On this night, Jaron Hall is 7 for 12, 74 yards. No touchdowns, no picks. A passer rating of 110.1. It is second down and four. They gave Epps six on the catch. So second and four Cougs. Chris Brooks to the left hip of Hall in the gun. Hand off to Fly Sweep. Fly Sweep runs into traffic, and that will go nowhere. Miles Davis took the handoff on Jet Sweep, and for a loss, Al Walcott, the star back. They have a position called star. It's a safety position. And he makes the tackle and setting up a third down and seven. 
sometimes you just got to give the opponent credit because they make a good play, and that's what happened on that last one with Walcott. He was able to uh, engage with his blocker and drive him into the backfield uh, right into the lap of the ball carrier. Third down and six. Third down and six from the 26 of BYU. Hall goes gun. Brooks to his left, and trips are left. The boundary side, field side, wide side as a single wide. A short shuffle to the near side, and a deflected pass at the line of scrimmage falls incomplete. Cole Maxwell got a hand up and knocked it down. So it's a punt once again. BYU, another three and out. No three and outs last week, and uh, it's a series of three and outs. A third consecutive three and out now for BYU. Make it a third in, uh, yep, three consecutive three and outs. One of the things that's been tough is uh, Baylor has been able to keep BYU's run game in check while keeping two safeties high. And, and uh, anyway, it's tough. Whenever you see two safeties, you've got to be able to uh, take advantage through the run game. Ryan Rico punts it away on no pressure. Booms this one to the near sideline and into the Baylor team area between the 20 and 30-yard line. It'll be first and 10 for the Bears. Well, BYU scored only three points, yet... Baylor has punted four times on four drives. So BYU's defense has been equal to the task here tonight. In the Cougars' last nine scrimmage plays, they've gained a total of ten scrimmage yards. Yeah, obviously not great. And uh, the other thing that Baylor tries to do, again, these are the hidden, uh, we mentioned field position, time of possession is another stat that works in favor of of Baylor, and even though they haven't come away with any points, early on they have the advantage 11 30 while taking possession right now to BYU's 10 minutes 40. Blake Chapin's under center. Tight formation left and right. Handoff to tailback straight away. Max Tooley hangs on for the ride as Quaylen Jones takes him nine yards upfield. It'll be a nine yard run for Jones, second and one for Baylor. Strong run by Jones. You wonder, Baylor has not had much success in the passing game, only 50%. Shapin is 5 for 10 for 29 yards. You'll see if, uh, you know, Grimes goes back to what he's known for as an old, old line coach and old, an old, old lineman himself and uh, just dedicates this drive to the run. Wides left and right and wing tights left and right as under center goes Shapin. They'll motion a fly sweeper, give fly sweep, but for a loss on the play, Monterey Baldwin and a flag at the end of the play two flags at the end of the play so the fly sweep goes from right to left for a loss of a yard to the 40 setting up a third down and two but then two penalty flags after the play and unfortunately I think that's going to be on BYU uh, I'm not sure who the defensive player was but the cornerback took out the legs of a Baylor blocker which is of course illegal here comes the call from our referee Derek Anderson personal foul illegal block below the waist number five of the defense it's 15 yard penalty from the previous spot Automatic first down. D'Angelo Mandel on the penalty. So BYU with no defensive penalties last week and three so far this week. The other two were seemingly innocuous. They got caught in the neutral zone on those ones. This one, unfortunately, is big enough to not only get Baylor first down, but cross them, get them across midfield into Cougar territory. Baylor, which has yet to do anything but punt with seven minutes to go before halftime. It's 3-0, BYU leading Baylor. Four drives, four punts for the Bears, but this one's deep into BYU territory. Eh, 44-yard line. Shapin hands off Jones. Tyler Batty first to him, wraps up and holds on. It'll be a gain of two to the 42 of BYU. 6.42 to play until the break in a 3-0 ball game. 
Quaylen Jones, second carry. Two for 11. Ball between the hash marks on the south end of the oval Y outline here at Lavelle Edwards Stadium. Quaylen Jones remains the lone tailback. Under center is Shapin. Strength is left. They motion a tight end from left to right with a single wide to the far right. A play fake and a deep drop pressure and throwing on the run and throws out of bounds and complete to the near boundary is Shapin. The heat was on Shapin and he had to get rid of it before he's ready to throw it and it goes incomplete. So a third down and eight for Baylor at the BYU 42. As little success as Baylor's had getting into BYU territory, does Jeff Grimes think about this maybe being a chance to roll the dice and try and get eight yards over two plays? I think you have to, Greg. They have had absolutely no momentum offensively this entire game. You have to do something here. And BYU, on the back of three straight three and outs, you're trusting your defense, even if you turn the ball over to BYU on their own 40 to 45, or to 35. Hockey line change for BYU defensively. Third down and eight for Baylor at the BYU 42. Shotgun snap to Shapin. And it's a good run for Jones. He gets the first down and a couple yards more. On third down and eight, a 10-yard run. So Jeff Grimes may have indeed been thinking. Let's see what we get on third down and think of four-down territory. It's a moot point now. They move the sticks to the 33 of BYU. Baylor in scoring territory. BYU may be getting a little bit too cute with the, pre, uh, with the pre-snap movement. They didn't seem to be quite set on the defensive right, which collapsed, allowing Quaylen to cut back and get the first down. 5.40 to go till halftime. Shapin, shotgun. Jones to his left hip. They're feeding him now. Quaylen Jones runs to the right and is undercut near the line of scrimmage. Falls ahead for two. Jacob Boren, last week's leading tackler at USF, credited for the tackle here to the 30-yard line. Give him three to second down and seven. BYU 3, Baylor no score. We approach halftime. 5.20 to go till the break. When faced with hard times, uh, a coach or player will always resort to what they know best. I mentioned Grimes probably going to dedicate this drive to the run. So far, six plays, six rushes. Now to the pistol. Richard Reese is the new tailback. The clap of the hands. The give to Reese middle. And he runs into a pile of royal blue clad Cougars. Almost no gain on the play from second and eight to third and seven. If they give him one, Caden Haas, we've called his name a few times here in the first half. A fine tackle for BYU with some pushback. Third down, six, maybe seven. We'll call it six. Third down and six. Ball between the hash marks. 29-yard line is the line of scrimmage. It'll be a 46-yard field goal if they get nothing. Career long for Hankins is 48. But scoring territory, Quaylen Jones now off the right hip of Shapin. The right-handed quarterback settles in the pocket and throws complete. It's another first down or very close to it. The line to gain the 23, and they mark it at the 23 and move the sticks on third and six. Baylor converts. Drake Dabney, the tight end on the catch. And it's first down Baylor. It was good coverage by the BYU defense, uh, namely Caleb Hayes out of the nickel position covering the tight end for Baylor. Uh, Just shaping for the first time tonight, threw a ball confidently with anticipation, and it worked out well for him. Shaping now 6 for 12. A little over 30 yards passing. In the pistol formation, Squirrel Williams behind Shapin. Takes the snap, stretch handoff to the right. And Squirrel shoots a gap to the 15-yard line. A nice run by Squirrel on first and 10. Give him eight. Second and two for Baylor. As the Bears now threaten to take a lead late in the second quarter. 3.40 to go until the break. It's BYU three and Baylor no score. Best drive of the game for the Bears. They had four drives and four punts. They're now down two. The BYU 15 make it 14-yard line. 
Second down, and they say one. It's a long one for the Bears. Shapen in pistol with Squirrel. Squirrel Williams wides to either side. Tight ends to either side. Squirrel takes the handoff to the right, putting hands on blockers on a th- second and long one. He got two and almost three, so it's a first down again for Baylor to the 12-yard line of BYU. The clock will stop to move the chains. 3-10 to play in the second quarter. BYU nursing a 3-0 lead. And the Cougs have had that 3-0 lead since BYU's first possession of the game. We're starting to see the byproduct of three straight three and outs and the and the BYU's defense being on the field for so long here in the late second half of the first quarter and second half. There was no hole, but the BYU defense just got pushed back three yards, allowing for the game. Former BYU OC Jeff Grimes strides the sidelines, looking at his Baylor call sheet. They fake fly sweep, sprint out to the right, a throw while being hit, and Shapin just wings it out of bounds, a throwaway. And that's a good play defensively for BYU off a first and 10 from the 12. Go to second and 10 as Fisher Jackson was the one wrapping up Shapin and forcing him to throw on the run to the right incomplete. And again, hockey line change for BYU defensively. 2.38 to play until halftime. BYU 3 and Baylor 0. Baylor under Dave Aranda. 12 and 2 when leading at halftime. 2 and 6 when trailing. 1 and 1 when tied. Under center goes Shapin. Quaylen Jones, the running back. They motion Baldwin. They screen it underneath, complete to the tight end. Sims, he dives for the goal line and gets to the one-yard line is all. A gain of 11 on second and 10, settling underneath was Sims, and he makes the catch, setting up Baylor first and goal. BYU will call a defensive timeout. you got to give credit where credit's due. We're going. Timeout, BYU. It's their first of the half. TV timeout. As aggressively as BYU's been coming after Shapin, a screen was a great call in that situation. We'll take a break. With 2.31 to play in quarter number two, Baylor knocking on the door. It's the Cougars three, the Bears zero. It'll be first and goal Baylor from the one-yard line when we come back to a sold-out Lavelle Edwards Stadium. This is BYU football on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now back to Riley Nelson and the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. On the new skin, BYU Sports Network. As we approach halftime, it is BYU 3 and Baylor no score. BYU football is brought to you in part by Bam Bam's Barbecue, bringing you authentic central Texas barbecue. Try our tender brisket or mouth-watering pulled pork. Bam Bam's Barbecue, located just north of BYU's campus. Bam Bam's Barbecue, a proud sponsor of BYU Athletics. I have a very good friend of mine who visited Bam Bam's just last night. I've got to get there myself. It's been too long for me. Got to go see Cam at Bam Bam's. As we come back in, ball between the hash marks at the one-yard line of BYU. It's first and goal for Baylor. First and goal Baylor, BYU 3, and Baylor no score. Baylor began this possession with 7.51 left to go in the second quarter. It's now 2.31 to go before halftime. So a two-minute, 20-second drive so far for the Bears. Five-minute drive. Five minutes and 20 seconds is the length of the drive so far. Blake Shapin is under center. They're going to go eye-backs with the fullback, Dylan Doyle, who last year had a a two-yard touchdown catch and a two-yard touchdown run. He's a linebacker that acts as the fullback. Shapin takes the center snap and gives to the lead back Doyle, and Doyle is stopped short of the goal line. 
So Dylan Doyle, the linebacker turned fullback who scored twice against BYU last year, takes the fullback handoff and does not get to the goal line. Malik Moore helping on the tackle. I'm always so conflicted in situations like this, Greg. Like, I almost wish he would have snuck over the goal line so BYU's offense has more time to work a two-minute drill. Here now, Baylor is in burn mode, staying in the huddle as uh, the play clock's still only at 25, so plenty of time. But they're going to take their sweet time. In fact, Shapin hasn't even received the play call and entered the huddle yet. As the play clock clicks, he finally enters at 16. So second and goal from about a football length away. And Shapin is once again under center. And again, it's Doyle. This time, the handoff will go to the trail back, who steps into the end zone after bouncing off a hit. Quaylen Jones on the handoff, and Quaylen Jones on the touchdown. Touchdown, Baylor. 6-3 Bears. PAT pending, 137 to go until halftime. So Baylor on the board after four drives resulted in four punts. Drive number five gets in for six. And the Bears take their first lead. And the Cougs trail for the first time this season at 6-3. 137 and two timeouts as uh, they'll get the ball back here to try and put together a two-minute drive after three three and outs. It's going to be huge even if they don't come away with points. They just got to move the ball a little bit for the offensive momentum. And the PAT is no good from Isaiah Hankins. And that's his first PAT miss of his career. He was 63 for 63 on PATs before that miss. And so the score stays 6-3. to three. He kicked the laces and it glanced off the right upright. 6-3 Baylor will stay right here. The Baylor drive, 13 plays, 68 yards, and 6 minutes and 14 seconds off the clock. So BYU, when tra- it doesn't happen a lot that BYU trails at halftime. In fact, BYU's more often tied or leading at the break than trailing under Kalani. But under Kalani, BYU 8-23 and 23 when they trail at halftime. And the Kooks have 97 seconds to... Tyra take a lead as Baylor goes up 6-3. Noah Rauschenberg will kick off. Yeah, Isaiah Hankins had been 63 on 63 for PATs in his Baylor career before missing there off the right upright. So the score stays 6-3. A full moon has risen over the Wasatch Mountains on this late Saturday night of college football. BYU and Baylor bears up 6-3 at a sold-out of Elbert Stadium. The kickoff from Rauschenberg. Will be a touchback and BYU to the 25-yard line, first and 10. But 25-yard line, it's, it's not the worst place in the world to start for BYU the way this first half has gone. And in fact, it's an eight-yard improvement over what they've had up to this point in the game. So, Greg, conspicuously absent, Isaac Rett, we talked about in the pregame it, with the absence of Puka and Gunner, getting Isaac Rex, Dallin Holker, Mason Wake involved. Those three, as we enter the final minute 37 of the first half, all still without a catch. We'll see if they get them involved in this two-minute drill as BYU tries to close the half out on an on a upward note. At halftime last week, BYU had 16 pass completions. They're at seven right now, and Epps is the only player with more than one. First and 10, BYU 25, their pistol. They fly sweep motion. Cosper, they hand off middle Brooks, and not much there, two yards. So Chris Brooks had been averaging 2.8 yards a carry, and he gets two yards there. And so in a lot of respects, what, what BYU managed to do last year, which wasn't much against Baylor on the ground, has been happening again. BYU sitting at 15 rush yards on 13 attempts. Jaron Hall shotgun. Stepping up and throwing downfield complete to Keanu Hill, and BYU moves the chains. 
to the 38-yard line, an 11-yard reception on second down and eight, and BYU with a first down. And did the Cougs need that after three consecutive three and outs where they gained seven, minus one, and four yards on their possessions? And now with 55 seconds to go till halftime, BYU driving it with a little bit of tempo. Hall pumps, brings it down, and throws. Complete another first down. Chase Roberts makes the catch at the 48-yard line of Baylor. 46 seconds to play until halftime. Baylor rushing for the BYU offensive line, doing a good job keeping Jaron clean, giving it a clean pocket to deliver the ball. Both the, the passes to Hill and to Roberts have been a pretty good coverage. First and 10, Cougs. Hall throws near side. Open is Roberts. Makes another catch, another first down. From the 48 to the 36-yard line, 37 and an 11-yard gain. It's back-to-back-to-back passing first downs for BYU. And the Cougs are nearing scoring territory. Sorry, Greg, I was going to say, it's like a shooter. Sometimes all they need to see is the ball go through the hoop, right? Try and get them to the the free throw line and just uh, get that touch back. Jaron's feeling it. Now, with 30 seconds left, BYU still has two timeouts. uh, And with the ball on the 37, see how they manage the... uh, Two-minute drill from here on out. 30 seconds to go till halftime. BYU down 6-3. Hall has pressure and has to throw before he's ready and complete. So being rushed to throw by T.J. Franklin, he threw short to Chris Brooks in the right flat before he was ready to let go. So BYU now second down and 10 from the Baylor 37-yard line. Good Jake, job. Jake Oldroyd's career-long field goal is 54. If they were to get nothing else, you're looking at a 54-yard field goal. So ball near hash as BYU goes right to left as we see it and you hear it. Chase Roberts sets up wide left. Tight end is also left. That's Holker. Two wides to the right. The field side. And Hall will look that way, being now chased to the right. Will tuck and run and step out at the 33, gain of four. Third down and six coming up with 18 seconds to play. So BYU is in position to tie the game. No worse than tie the game. They have two, two timeouts left, as Riley noted a moment ago. So, 33-yard line, the spot. The ball now shifts to the far hash, the right side of the field, the attacking right for BYU as they go right to left. Chris Brooks, the tailback. Holker in the formation. Roberts and Epps and Hill. Trips to the right. As they go empty, and now timeout. Timeout BYU. They use one of their last two. Timeout BYU. Their second of the half. This is a 30-second timeout. They were just getting a little late in the play clock there, having to reverse the formation. Ed Lamb comes running out. Good. You, with 18 seconds left, you probably got two good offensive plays. And well, and if it be in third down, two if you convert. This could be your last play uh, to set up a, a field goal. You want to make sure that it stays positive. And the last chance, Riley for BYU to convert a third down. They have no third down conversions in the half. 0 for 6 is BYU on third down. Baylor 4 for 8 on third downs. Baylor 6 and BYU 3. 18 seconds to go until halftime. BYU has averaged just 4.2 yards per play, but Baylor has averaged only 2.8 yards per play. Total yardage, BYU 129 and Baylor 93. It's a fist fight on a Saturday night here at a sold-out Lavelle Edwards Stadium. BYU with trips left and now twins to the right. Empty for Jaron Hall on third and six from the Baylor 33. In the shotgun, Jaron throws. Complete at the 25-yard line to Cody Epps. He drags the tackler to the 20-yard line. The red zone for BYU with 13 seconds to play. 
And the clock will now run on first down and 10. Jaron in shotgun. Looks left. Goes for the end zone and Chase Roberts. And Chase makes the catch. It's a touchdown. Touchdown Chase Roberts. And the Cougars score with two seconds to go before halftime. What a throw and what a crutch. And some toe drag swag from Chase Roberts. Toe drag swag is right, Greg. That would have been good in the NFL. As the fade ball was going towards the back pylon, it was great coverage by the Baylor DB. Chase Roberts did a good job keeping his hands close so that the DB didn't get his hands out to to, uh, dislodge the ball from him. A quick jab out, secures the ball, gets both toes down in the end zone for the score right before half. Beautiful pitch, beautiful catch. Two seconds on the clock. They await the review to make sure the catch is good. The Cougars take the lead before halftime. 9-6 with the PAT pending. Tremendous, tremendous grab from Chase Roberts. The previous play is on a further review. Wow. Seemed pretty Mm. obvious to all the Cougar faithful here in the stadium on that giant TV screen we got. Yeah, there's he's left. Got possession. There's right, there's left. He only needs one down, and he has yeah. a foot on the ground and the ball in his hands. When the catch is made, there's a foot down well within the boundary, but they're going to take a longer look at it. ESPN's making me frustrated here. They're trying to act like he doesn't have possession when the right foot is down. Yeah, there it is, boys. There's two. Let's go. So should the call stand of touchdown, BYU will have... A 9-6 lead and a chance to go up four at the break. Would be the first career touchdown for Chase Roberts. The fans have gotten enough looks at it to like what they've seen. We'll see if the replay officials like what they see. And it looks like clear possession and a foot down to me on the replay. If the call stands, BYU will lead at the break. BYU's won 11 consecutive games and are 37-5 under Kalani Sitake when they simply lead at halftime. Well, and as as this call should stand, um, as, uh, as it looks like his toes in, we talked before the game who would step up in Puka's absence, who would make the big play, and Chase just did that right there. Mitchell Juergens in the Zions Bank end zone. After further review, the ruling on the field stands. Touchdown. We could have told you that three minutes ago. Chase Roberts, four catches, 59 yards, and a touchdown. And the Cougs take the lead and should lead at the break. Jake Oldroyd on for the PAT. That touchdown brought to you by Mountain America Credit Union. For each touchdown BYU scores this season, Mountain America will donate $250 to the American Red Cross to help fund humanitarian services and programs. Mountain America, the official credit union of BYU Athletics. PAT is up and good from Jake Oldroyd with two seconds to go before halftime, bringing us to another pigskin scoring summary presented to you by your Utah Pork Producers and the National Pork Board. Utah Pork Producers providing hundreds of jobs in Utah while producing safe and nutritious pork. Real pork raised by real Utah farmers for real Cougar fans like you. For more information, follow Utah Pork Producers Association on Facebook and Instagram. The drive, eight plays, 75 yards, and 135 off the clock. It ends with a Jaron Hall 20-yard touchdown toss to Chase Roberts. The PAT good, and BYU leads by a score of 10-6. to 6. 
Greg, Mitch mentioned Chase Roberts in his, uh, you know, stepping up on that last drive. Let's not forget Cody Epps, who converted BYU's first third down of the night. That was an extremely big play. It was a great little route, too. It's what's called a settle go or what we call the W route, where he comes out like he's going to just run a hitch, kind of gives a little shoulder fake to his defender. Jaron showed great patience and great touch to complete it and convert the Cougars' first third down, which then led to the subsequent play, the touchdown in the corner to Roberts. He is Riley Nelson. BYU one for seven on third downs in the first half. Kickoff by Oldroyd. It goes out of bounds short of the pylon. A kickoff out of bounds with two seconds to go in the first half. Yeah, not much to say there other than, like, after being so positive, you heard the collective groan from the crowd, and now you hear the volumes decreased a little bit. Free kick out of bounds. Number 39, kicking team. Five-yard penalty, re-kick. So BYU will do it again, as the option Baylor chose was to have Oldroyd re-kick it. And special teams coach Ed Lamb is going to gather his crew. And call timeout to give him time to do that. So Ed's going to talk with the special teams unit. Timeout, BYU. It's our final timeout of the half. This is 30 seconds. So timeout on the field. And with two seconds to go before halftime, BYU should lead now at the break. 10 to 6 is our score. As I noted a few moments ago, BYU has an exemplary record. They win 88% of their games under Kalani when they simply just lead at halftime. And they've won 11 straight games in that scenario. How does Baylor do when the Bears trail at the break under Dave Aranda? Well, they're 2-6. and 2-6 and six went down at halftime. If the Cougars play these last two seconds right, the Cougars will lead heading into the intermission. Squirrel Williams and Gavin Holmes are back for the Bears. There is a huge gap in the return formation of Baylor from about the 50-yard line all the way to the 25. With two seconds left, if you're BYU, try and get Oldroyd to kick a little pooch in there. As soon as a Baylor guy touches it, basically you're into halftime. No harm, no foul. 30-yard line now, the kickoff for BYU. And Oldroyd will drive this one on the ground. And the ball is downed with just one second going off the clock. So we'll see what Baylor chooses to do with its one snap left here in half number one. BYU 10, Baylor 6. Defensive football dominating. BYU with 162 total yards of offense now to Baylor's 93. Both teams penalized four times in the first half. Both teams ran 33 plays in the first half. Baylor will run one final snap, take a knee here, would appear, and end the half. So Shapen will take the snap and take a knee. BYU 10 and Baylor 6. That's our halftime score. We'll hear from BYU head coach Kalani Sitake as soon as he is wrapped up with his television obligations. ESPN crew tonight here in Provo. We'll get Kalani with Mitch momentarily. We'll give you some yardage numbers. So BYU 162 and Baylor 92 is the yard of that knee taken at the end. So Baylor held under 100 yards of offense. BYU passed for 143, Baylor 47. BYU ran for just 19 yards, Baylor 45. Both teams again penalized four times, four for 29 for the Bears, four for 30 for BYU. 
Is Mitch down there with Kalani right now? He is. Mitch. Coach, uh, that offensive uh, two-minute drill was fabulous. Your defense has played great. What's been your assessment of the first half? Well, we got to make some adjustments, but uh, defense has been playing good. I, I don't like that drive. I felt like uh, we let them run the ball a little bit more than we should have, but uh, the guys are playing hard, you know, and offensively things will start to come along. We just got to keep plugging away, keep believing in our, in our guys and make the necessary adjustments in halftime. We'll be okay. Yeah, where do you want to see the most improvement from your players in the second half? Well, fundamentally, we just got to keep taking care of football, and then on defense, just tackle well. Offense, just got to make sure we are playing assignment sound football. It all comes down to the fundamentals. A team that we play the best fundamentals, the second half will win this game. Thanks, Coach. All right, thank you, Mitch, with BYU head coach Kalani Sitake. BYU leading at the break by a score of 10-6. to 6. Some more halftime stats and a recap. And Cougar halftime live are all still to come here on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.